If you are ready to launch a podcast for your business and you want a podcast that's going to help you sell more programs or services, and guess what? You want it launched now. I have the solution for you. It's called the Podcast Launch Accelerator, and it is your ultimate podcast blueprint to get your podcast funnel launched and working for your business. No more Googling how-tos late at night, second-guessing if launching is going to be worth it, putting off your podcast launch, or feeling not so confident in your voice and your ability to produce an episode. Listen, it's no secret that launching a podcast is hard, but that is no reason for not starting a podcast that you can get excited about, and it doesn't have to be hard, and you can launch a podcast that will create impact for your business. The time to launch is now. The time to share your message is now. We start on June 17th and would love to have you be part of the Launch Accelerator. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash launch. Welcome to the Wild Home Podcast, where we talk about podcasting, life, and all the wild in between. Join me, Caroline, every week as I share a peek into the world of podcasting and my wildlife as well. Ready? Let's get into it. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Wild Home Podcast. I am so excited to share today's guest with you. So today I have on Lindsay Johnson, and she is a client of mine who recently launched her podcast. And the reason why I wanted her to come on the show is because I wanted her to talk about the things that can happen when you have a podcast and a business that maybe you didn't plan for. Good things, right? And how just having a podcast having a place for your voice to be heard and to be shared can really help you with connect with customers, even if you aren't actually selling to them on your podcast episodes. I think you're really going to like this episode and find a lot of value in what we talk about. Lindsay Johnson is an entrepreneur, wordsmith, encourager, Lake Superior Girl, and wife and mama of four. Female business owners hire Lindsay to help them form their foundational marketing messages, amplify their brand voice, and write compelling copy that clearly communicates who they are, who they serve, so they can be confident that their messaging will do the legwork of attracting and converting their audience into clients for them. She's also the host of the Legacy Entrepreneur Podcast, where she talks to women entrepreneurs about creating a legacy life within their family and business. So let's get to the episode with Lindsay. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah. Before we dive into, I just think I am so excited for you to share. So a little backstory information. Lindsay actually emailed me and reached out and she's a client of mine and I love your podcast so much and I love what you're doing with your business anyways. And she said, hey, I really want to talk about this topic. And I felt like it just really fit in with everything that we've been talking about on the podcast about how having a podcast for your business can be beneficial, but also how you can make sure that you're using it to the best of its ability, right? We've talked a lot about creating content with podcasting and how much time we put into podcasting and what we should expect to get back from your podcast. And so when Lindsay sent me this idea, I was like, yes, we need to talk about it. So I'm just really, really excited to dive in with you today on how uh, your podcast has affected your business. And you just launched your podcast. When did you launch? 
It launched on March 31st. So this is like week five at time of recording. Love it. Okay, awesome. So we're going to dive into a lot today then. Before we start talking about all these things that I'm so excited about, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. So I am Lindsay Johnson and I I have kind of two separate brands as we'll get into in this interview, but my business is Verity & Co. And I am a brand messaging strategist and copywriter for female entrepreneurs who are are looking to leave a legacy in their business, um, hit the next level, whether that means rebranding or um, just up-leveling the messaging of their business right now. I work one-on-one with clients in that capacity. And then, uh, yeah, I just launched the podcast called The Legacy Entrepreneur, which is starting out as a passion project, but also links back to the business in a way that I wanted to be very strategic even though it's not a podcast like solely on copywriting. Yeah. And can you tell us just a little bit about some of the episodes you've had so far and what you've talked about so people can just get a feel for your podcast? Yeah. So the podcast is geared towards female entrepreneurs um, who really value their faith and their family and prioritizing those things alongside their brand. So everything about their faith family business is kind of woven together in this way that it's really difficult to separate them if you're living all of these things um, as a wife, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. They just all kind of fit and you can't really separate them. So the podcast speaks to these women in helping them grow a brand that leaves a legacy. So we've talked about how your messaging is really important to as speaking to your ideal client and growing your business that way. We've talked about how entrepreneurship is very hard, especially can be very hard right now. Um, I've had a couple of interviews with guests talking about how they've started out in corporate and now are in the entrepreneur space and how legacy looks like for their own business. So yeah, it's a mix. It really is a mix of the power of messaging and brand strategy, and then speaking to women who are doing it and who want to continue to live that out in their business. Yeah, I love that so much. And I feel like your mission is just so clear in your podcast and your podcast episodes. I've really enjoyed listening to it. So take us back a little bit and tell us why did you want to start a podcast in the first place? Where did this idea come from? What were you hoping to achieve? The podcast idea kind of formulated back in 2018. So actually it was <laughs> like the idea was born a long time ago and I sat on it for, I mean, like a year and a half. First of all, though, I was unsure how it was going to fit into my current business because it was related, but again, not like specifically based on what I was doing in back then I was doing brand strategy and design and website development and copy So I was like, well, I don't want to do a podcast if it's not going to strategically fit in to how I want my business to grow because I don't have time for another thing if it's not going to move the needle forward. So I sat on the idea for a long, long time, like embarrassingly long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we, we started working together last, yeah, last year, right? Yeah, it was because it It was. was. Yes. Like in the fall, I reached out and I'm like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then the baby and then the new year. And then finally, at the end of March, 
Yeah. Is when it launched. Yeah. What were some of the the hangups? I know you said that you were trying to figure out how it strategically fit in with your business, but was there anything else that you were kind of hitting against when you were thinking about launching your podcast that was stopping you? Oh, yeah. The idea of a podcast is very permanent. <laughs> like once you put up episodes, they are up. <laughs> and that idea hung me up. So a little bit of mindset stuff. Yeah. Um, wanting it to wanting it to do well and wanting it to be good. I wasn't even looking for perfect. I just wanted it to be done well and with excellence. Right. And I it was hard to carve out the time to make sure it was all those things I wanted it to be. There was a little bit of perfectionism in there too, because let's just be real here. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's a thing. Yeah. But also you have a lot on your plate. So you not only have your businesses, but you also have some kiddos and you are a homeschool mom as well. So like you're juggling a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then right before, so we started working together and then we had set a launch date and then your little one arrived and that kind of threw a kink in the plans as well. So what then after the new year, so you launched at the end of March, what then was able to make that final push for you? to get it launched? I actually refined a lot within my main business. So I refined a lot within Verity & Co. to determine what I needed to focus on as a service provider, as an entrepreneur that way. And then finally, it all just kind of clicked that by niching down services Mm. within my business, I was able to better niche down the podcast and make it just fit better. And that was like the light bulb moment for me. Yeah, I love that so much because a lot of times people will come to me and they have this big grand idea for a podcast. And one of the things I try to get them to do immediately is just like you said, like niche down. Because when you're broad and you say, okay, I'm just going to have a business podcast or I'm just going to have a copywriting podcast, but that doesn't really fulfill like the purpose and the why, like, what are you trying to share? What are you trying to get out there? And so knowing that having you just said that, and then knowing what your podcast is now, I love, I can see where those gaps were filled for you because your podcast definitely has a really strong mission. So that's awesome. Thank you. I remember emailing you before everything launched. I was working out the details and ironing out some really, really hard wrinkles. And I'm like, I think this is what my niche is going to be. And you were like, yes, do it. Niche down even more and niche down even more. Um, Because I didn't want to be in a space of like an entrepreneurship marketing podcast because there are a bazillion of those. But if I could really focus in on the specific woman entrepreneur I wanted to speak to, it just gave me so much more clarity. Yeah. Well, and it's going to serve your business better that way because the people Mm. that the listeners that you're going to be reaching are going to be more targeted. They're going to be people who are listening to you for a specific reason, and then they're going to want to work with you. And so I think, I think that's where the value in niching down really comes from. Okay. So now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your launch. So you didn't just launch a podcast around this time, you launched something else as well. So tell us a little bit about that process and what was going on and how the launch of the podcast helped you. So this is March, 2020, when I was prepping for the launch of the podcast at the end of the month. And then this is when 
all of the big like pandemic COVID-19 stuff hit at the same time. And I could just sense my audience just like take like a gasp and like hold their breath and think like, what are we going to do? How are we going to make it through this? And this idea for a mastermind around the idea of the Legacy Entrepreneur podcast came to be And I was like, I have to do this. The idea hit me like 80% formulated and the timing was right. And yet the timing was wrong because I'm launching a podcast (laughs) and now I want to launch a mastermind. But it was geared towards the women who suddenly find themselves home with their spouses working from home. Their kids are home from school, this crisis schooling idea, Mm -hmm. and they still need to do this business thing well Mm -hmm. and like make it to the other side of what we're all dealing with. Um, and that's what the mastermind idea was about. And I really didn't know if anyone would be interested, if this would be something that people need, but it felt like an offer I needed to put out to my audience and into the world and just like be available. Yeah. So it coincided with the podcast launch. I ended up announcing the launch of the mastermind a couple days before the podcast went live. So for timing, The podcast launched on a Tuesday and I announced the mastermind open cart that previous Friday. Wow. They overlapped and like very small window. And the night before I was wishing I had a ton of junk food to eat and I didn't have (laughs) anything in the house. And I was like suffering. Give me some chips. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's like a, that's a lot of launching at once. So when you, Okay, so you had already recorded your episodes a few episodes then. So you weren't thinking like, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about the mastermind on the podcast. And but yet the podcast still helped the mastermind a little bit. Can you talk about that and how they kind of wove together? Yeah. So I had told a friend of mine that I was launching this mastermind in tandem with the podcast. And she's like, oh, so you're going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm like, oh no, those episodes are done. I don't have anything airing (laughs) that week that will even say a word about the mastermind. I'm just hoping that they'll kind of piggyback on each other and hit the right people. They were at least named the same thing. So like the Legacy Entrepreneur podcast and then a a Legacy Mastermind. So I kind of branded them the same. Yeah. But it was very cool. So I ended up filling seven out of eight seats of that mastermind in the six days that I had an open cart. Wow. And one of the ladies, we were in conversation for a while and I had known her from a different, from somewhere else. Like we had relationship already. And she emailed me the day after she signed up and she's like, I don't know if you'd want to know this, but I thought it was kind of cool. The podcast actually was the tipping point for me deciding to join your mastermind. Oh my gosh. And that just made my entire week. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's awesome. But I think that also just really shows how like having a podcast is part of your marketing strategy. And I love that you didn't even have to talk about the mastermind because what you were doing with the podcast was establishing your voice, establishing what you believe in. And because that was communicated, it made people want to work with you. And it also helped people just understand who you were and what you were about. And that's really what I try and communicate to business owners who are thinking about starting a podcast. Like that is, that is the perfect example of how that should work. 
And I love, but I love what I love about the story even more is that, I mean, you didn't even have a CTA or anything in your podcast episodes for the mastermind. And it still led her right to your services because it made sense. So I love that so much. Yeah, it was just so cool. It's it's what I intended the podcast to be down the road, uh, but I never imagined it would be like a conversion tactic, you know, the week of launch right out the gate. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. When you were envisioning using it for your business, were you already kind of planning for it to be a huge part of your marketing? Was it a smaller piece? Like where was it landing for you in that strategy? I feel, I felt, and I still feel like it's kind of top of funnel. Yeah. Um, as far as a marketing strategy. So, but it, it doesn't really seem to be yet. I feel like everyone who's listening already knows me from a different, whoever is listening now already knows me from social media or my, right. my email list. So I don't have like brand new people listening to my podcast yet. So it's not exactly like top of funnel. It's more like mid customer journey level at this point, but I'm hoping it can be more of a top of funnel strategy um, moving forward. Yeah. And group programs, masterminds, those are all things that I had in my head when I wanted to launch the podcast for down the road. And again, I never imagined that the pandemic would cause Mm -hmm. this brainstorm idea to say, no, we need to do a mastermind now because now is when people need it. So it was just kind of like the perfect storm of of things that I'm like, well, we'll at least try and see what happens. Yeah, for sure. And I love what, you know, you said there that it's like the mid, the mid customer journey, right? And that's where a lot of podcasters kind of catch their customers because they already kind of know them, right? But then they start listening to the podcast and it really establishes them and takes them to that next level, which I think is, is really interesting. And I get, I kind of start to geek out a little bit when we start to talk about this because it really is fascinating. You know, they say that you have to touch people, what is it, like seven times before they'll purchase. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, somebody said to me, I said that to somebody and they were like, oh, you mean it's 50 times now? And so having that, you know, that having the podcast as a way for people to get to know you and for you to reach out to them, even if they are already people that know you, is going to make an impact. So was that the only thing that came out of your podcast launch that week? (laughs) Well, that week, yes. But the following week, so the following week, I had another person reach out for my copywriting services, actually. And this is a gal I had known since 2018. So again, someone that I have known, I've met in person. We just hit it off really well. And she told me that she thought I was like, I don't even know how to say this. I don't know. <laughs> too perfect and too like not for her because she's like sassy and she's got spunk and attitude. And she's like, I listen to your podcast and you do have spunk. And I'm like, why, thank you. I do have some <laughs> spunk. And I didn't even intend for that to come across on the podcast because, I mean, they were only my first three episodes and I was super nervous recording. So I feel like they're not my best work and they don't reflect my personality. And yet she still was like, yep, she's for me. Wow. That's so awesome. I mean, that but that just tells you too, like we are our own worst critics because I didn't, I didn't feel like 
you sounded inexperienced or <laughs> I actually was like, oh man, her voice is so soothing and I love listening to this and this is really good. <laughs> like that's what I was thinking. So that's so funny uh, because I can't even listen to myself back either. I, I just pick it apart. I think that's how podcasters are. That's so awesome. I, I wanted you to share these two stories because I think it's really encouraging to people who have not launched a podcast yet who are maybe thinking about launching a podcast, especially right now when we're in this this crazy pandemic time. And there's a lot of fear around selling if you're a business owner and launching mm-hmm. new things. But I think this is just a really good example of how having this be part of your marketing strategy can lead to things that you didn't even know were possible. And, uh, you know, and that's how I feel about podcasting. I feel like that's what it's done for me is opened up so many doors. And so, you know, don't hesitate to launch because you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, you launched at the end of March. Um, and then I had Nicole Jackson Miller on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and she also launched right around the same time you did. And kind of the same thing because she innovated and did some things different, like you starting the mastermind on a whim because it made sense for you. It led to a lot of really cool things. So I think, you know, even though it's a scary time to be podcasting, this is a time for creativity and innovation. And so I really appreciate you you sharing those stories so people could see what's what's possible, you know, even when you don't have a CTA, you know, even if you're not telling people go here, right. like they're still going to find you because they enjoy listening to you. So that's really key. Yeah. I'm just really excited at how much has happened in five weeks. And it's nothing I ever could have scripted for myself or imagined that it validates. It just validates how important podcasting can be as a tool and as a medium to reach your people. Um, not even necessarily top of funnel, kind of mid funnel stuff, people who know you and like you already, but it's just that final trust building, rapport building thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so excited that I finally took the leap. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Well, before we hop off, I wanted to ask you, so you're a homeschool mom and I've been sharing some of my homeschool tips and tricks with everyone right now. (laughs) Do you have like just one, maybe one big tip that you would like to share with all these new homeschoolers who are (laughs) trying to figure out how to make business and homeschooling work together? Right now, we are all feeling spring fever really bad in our house. Yes, we are too. (laughs) And I'm like, can we just be done and hit summer already? So this might not be like the best moment to catch me for a tip. (laughs) But I would say like I have busy boys in school right now that our two oldest are boys and they're eight and six. And it can be like pulling teeth to get them to sit down and do book work. Yeah. So more than anything, like I... I need to get the book work done because that's how I am as like a mom and a teacher. Like we need to do the books, yeah. but then just go outside and play and run and have fun and find bugs and snakes and just like be outside. So I'm trying really hard to let go of how things, how I want things to look in my head and how things really are right now in May for our family um, and just be okay with a lot of grace and imperfection and, yeah. Knowing that we'll we'll catch up at some point. So I love that so much. My kids are nine and six too. I didn't even realize ours were so close in age. 
Uh, They're super close. Yeah, yeah. But I, we're going through the same thing. So like, even though like we've been homeschooling for a long time, you know, we're still getting a little bit of cabin fever, like you said, spring fever. And so we, I've been doing the same thing. We've kind of shortened our school hours and then I just push them outside. And my husband mm-hmm. is actually building a huge swing set right now uh, for them in the backyard because, you know, the parks are closed and we're about to have a baby. So it's not like we're going to be out a ton. And so we're hoping once that's done, they'll just stay outside all day in their little playhouse and their swing. And because it's really good. I love it. Yeah. And they learn so much. I think that, you know, we think that they have to sit at a desk all day to learn. And I think one of the things I've learned as a homeschooler is if they're out playing and imagining and pretending and exploring, they're actually learning a ton. So I love that. Yes. I agree 100%. Awesome. Oh, I'm so glad you came on the podcast, mostly for selfish reasons, because I'm really excited that I got to see your face and talk to you in person instead of just having you in my earbuds. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Tell everyone where they can find you and connect with you and uh, be sure to let us know what the name of your podcast is so they can go subscribe. And I will, of course, include all the links in the show notes. Yes, absolutely. So my main business website is verityandco.com. And that's where you can learn more about what I do um, working with clients one-on-one. And then the name of my podcast is The Legacy Entrepreneur. And you can find that at legacyentrepreneur.co. And then all of the podcast apps because my (laughs) fabulous podcasting team did that for me. (laughs) Yes. Available where all (laughs) podcasts are listened to. I love it. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. To stay in the know, head to wildhomepodcasting.com and be sure to connect with me on Instagram at wildhomepodcasting. See you next week.